<laughs> Tim Sabian just came in and kissed John on the mouth. Hey, Joey Salvia here. In our last episode, Greg and Carl were hanging with Stuttering John at our new Westwood One Podcast Network studio. You know, the one with only three mics in the live room. Holy shit, Tim got fat and gray. <laughs> our other guest, Jackie the Joke Man Martling, was standing by patiently. Opie, how many times have I asked you to bring Jackie in? Jackie, but we booked you We booked you last minute, so I'm trying to make this work. Jackie. I mean, what do I got to do? Do I have to get a letter of introduction to get a sit He's got me waiting in a line. Then there was that fourth mic in the control room where producer cop Uber fan Mike Sappho likes to sit. He's pissed at me. Although he seemed to be having a few challenges. You gotta turn that mic up. You know what I mean. You gotta, you gotta turn that mic up. You gotta turn the mic up. Joey's gonna go nuts. Jack, the real reason we haven't got Jackie is because we only have three mics. <laughs> so that gets you all caught up. Now we can dive back in with Greg, Carl, John, and Jackie for a few more laughs, shameless book plugs, and great stories on OP Radio. You both have books out. Jackie, you got a book out, too? Well, his is out now. Mine isn't out yet, but you can pre-order it on Amazon. His hasn't flopped yet. It's uh, <laughs> mine. Yeah, mine sold. It's already flopped. Mine sold into the dozens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you talk about your time uh, on Howard because I haven't read it yet. It was. It's called the Joke Man Bow to Stern, and if you just put in Bow to Stern, you get a sixth grade sailing manual. So you got to put it in the Joke Man, and it's like uh, I probably like seventy five percent stories of the show. You know, some about me and about my life a little bit, and of course that was enough to make the re- you know the listeners complain. Like, who the fuck cares about what happened to you? You know, right, right. And it's not it's not cutting and mean, you know. There's a couple things in there. I'm sure he, Howard would much rather have not been in there, but fuck that. You right, know? right. It, it's the, your story. Well, yeah. I, I got to say, I'm a big fan of. I listen to him all you, when he's on, you're on the radio with Mark Simone all the time. He really gives me room, you know. Yeah, and then we tell you, and Mark Simone's. It's like you know, seven seventy. It's like very, everybody's like, and the weather and traffic, and then here comes Jackie. With like a Jew joke and a black joke, like and in the he, he just gets out in the afternoon. It's just like, like what the <laughs> fuck was that? I've known him for forty years. Back when I used to, uh, I used to run a, a comedy show Wednesday nights at the Bitter End, and it would, yeah. and Simone would come with Henny Youngman's grandson, and uh, the the MC from Dangerfields, and Bob, somebody, the gay guy that used to book it, and there was nobody there, and we just laugh our asses off. So. All of a sudden, it's 40 years later, and he's carrying around Trump banners, and we're completely diametrically opposed, but we're old pals. So he just lets me call up, and he plugs my shows, and I tell my ridiculous jokes. I do that with David Feldman, too. You know, we just... I don't okay. do anything. I don't say hello and what do you think about the weather and who's going to be well, president? It's just joke, 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 well, joke, you, joke, joke. You, br- you bring up something there, though. There was a time where if your friend uh, didn't line up with you politically, you bo- you still got along with each other. Yeah, of course. I, I That's not to... the case anymore. No, no. It's like it, it's an all-out war. It is. It's the country is completely split in two. But listen, on that note, uh, my well, it's, is... well, if, if, if somebody has a vagina. What's that? If somebody has a vagina. I mean, that, that's one a deal out. breaker. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, I, anyway, on that note, my <laughs> book is called <laughs> Easy. We my book is called Easy for You to Say, and, it's, and it'll be out sometime in October. But, but, and your book is going to. Yeah, my book is mean and cutting. Really? No, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean sometime in October? You got to have a publishing date. Yeah, it's supposed to be October 16th, but we got delayed. So now they're saying they have to find out from the printer. How perfect is that? 
Yeah, I started his book, book is coming delayed. out with a stutter. Yeah, 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 yeah I get it. It's October 4th, 5th, 6th, 23rd. So, well, why is it getting delayed? Because uh, we had, I was doing the audio book and, and I noticed a bunch oh, of mistakes. Jesus. Too many R's. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm, all, I'm oh, only on page seven. Oh, the, <laughs> oh, the audio book's going to be a box set. <laughs> there it yeah, is. It is. Did, you, there it did is. you guys have, you didn't read my book. Do you ever hear the story what we did to Quentin the Stutterer? Do you know who that was? No, no, I don't. There was a guy that didn't stutter like John. He was a guy who would talk regular and then would hit a brick wall. Like he'd be saying, what are you doing? Today, <laughs> but the pauses were so long that you could dance and folly, and so of course yeah. we said, "Let's have him be the announcer for the pay-per-view special." <laughs> so we got him a T-shirt that looked like a tuxedo, and and we said, "Don't worry, Quentin, we're going to give you the opening." And we wrote a nice opening for him, and let him read it and study it for a week. Right yeah. now, yeah. I know John knows that. Uh, they told us that the, one of the hardest things for a stutterer to do is say his own name. And and there's certain words, whatever they were for him, that were especially tough. And they said, all right, we're on 30 seconds. Everybody ready. And we went up to Quentin and took away the paper and gave him a different paper. <laughs> and I said, hello, I'm Qu Quentin the Stutterer. That's right, I'm and the show was almost over. <laughs> it was the greatest gag. It was so fucking mean. It was unbelievable. It was so fucking mean. Oh. That's why I love Jackie. I, yeah. One day I remember when remember when Trump was putting all the kids in the cages, and you call Mark Simone. So it's like a big. They're having a big conversation about Trump and the kid, the little kids in the cages and stuff. Right. And all of a sudden, and then we have Jackie the Joke Man Martling on. He comes on, right off the bat. I want to say hi to. Melville Fish Shop. <laughs> they make the best. Of, of, they come here and get shrimp. Bayville Seafood. Bayville Seafood. That's what it, Bayville Seafood. I mean, unbelievable. I, I never listened. I, if I listened to the show before I called in, I'd be so angry. Right. Yeah. Because I don't agree. You know. With so he goes in there. Jew joke. Bounces out. And then he's and back then, out. And, then, and that's it. Mark Simone again with the kids and in the cage. And he's walking the beach again. And dude, it was, I want to go to your house. I can't on. believe you no, fucking I, I didn't mean off. to interrupt because John was saying when his book's coming out. And you never did establish that. Third week? It, it's supposed to be October 16th, but I think it's going to be like a week delay. But anyway, you, this is order it on Amazon. Right. Amazon.com. But you got to have a release party, John. What? A release party. Let me know. I, I know some restaurant people. Is, this a, is this a legit book? Yeah. All right. Yeah. With a I, real I publisher a, and all. I had a release this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Give us one good story from the book. Oh, God. That's how you sell the book. Yeah. That's how you sell Give us a good one from the book. Oh, Jesus. Come so on. Many. There's so many. There's so many. Um, oh, I'll tell you this. Well, this is. The, I don't know if you were there then, Jackie. Tell but, them about the whore in the cockpit. No. Howard. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tell me that. No, you know, Howard was uh, goofing on our Christmas gifts, you know, like uh, like everyone gave him Christmas gifts. And I was like. You had to ah. give him Christmas gifts? Yeah. Like, yeah, everybody gave him. And, 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 and that year, Howard gave us our Christmas gift. And it literally. It came in what, the mail. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. It was a canister of popcorn, three different flavors, caramel, <laughs> regular, and cheddar. And it had our name written on around it. It was it was a round a round yeah. can like a, like a foot and a half yeah. by two feet tall, yeah. and it was divided like a piece of cardboard yeah. with three disgusting yeah. kinds. And and 
And I literally, <laughs> Opie, I kid you not, I literally stuck my arm in there yeah. thinking th there had to be a check on the bottom sure. of it. Sure. I, you know, I thought like, well, like a cracker like, jack. Like prize. this is the goof. This but, is the goof. But, 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 but the let, let me give him. There. So I went on the air, and Howard was goofing on. I was like, "Well, Howard, you gave me a canister with fucking popcorn in it for Christmas." And he goes, "Oh, well, that was Alice." And I go, "I stuck my arm in there looking for a check." And then I walked out of the studio, and Ganji, you know the guy in the show, sure. I did the same thing. I put my arm in there. <laughs> the whole let me tell you, let me tell you what it was. She must have gone through Oh, she must have gone to some boutique. She went to a boutique where they said, "You buy this canister," and they wrote in very ornate, fancy lettering to Jackie and Nancy, yeah. Joe Clan with the date. And I'm sure that's what they did for John and everybody. And that was, I guess, what was supposed to make it special, so you could keep the fucking garbage can that came in. <laughs> And, and John calls me up and says, did you find, did you find a check? I almost fucking had a heart attack. I lived so hard. Howard oh, doesn't give a fuck about you people. Oh, I got Listen to this one. Listen to this one. You will not. He's so happy. You I know. don't even exist. You will not believe. When he turns that light off, he doesn't even know your names. I don't know. I don't know if John Sorry, knows his story. Listen to this one. Yeah. One year. And I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't you know told if you, me it. I don't know if you got to say is this about the camera? Yeah, I, yeah. I, One th year. I think I like Howard now. <laughs> <laughs> Howard thinks he might See, be your brother. He's so disillusioned, he thinks he's still at the top. <laughs> so so we get our presents, oh, and I fuck. open my present, and this is early yeah. on in the digital revolution, and it's a it's a Canon camera, like a nice little Canon camera, but and it can be hooked up to your computer, and I'm, nice. which I didn't know how to do, but I'm like, now that's a, that's a decent fucking gift. Like I'll be goddamned. And I was like, I, you know, it wasn't four thousand dollars, but it was like a, it bordered on being a gift. And I'm looking at it. I'm saying, it oh, it I'm being a hold gift. on, hold on, listen. So I go to gigs. I do a lot of gigs, and I right. go to a lot of places and see a lot of people. So I want to have my camera with me in the car, but there's no case. And I'm like, there's no. I never heard of a camera coming. Without a case, what you, and I called up and I said, "Hey, I'm, I I think I called Canon and said there must have been a mistake because I got a camera and I got the strap and I got the batteries and I got everything, but there was no case." And they said, "No, no, no, that's impossible. You had to get a case." And somebody said, "Oh, but unless <laughs> it was one of those." Promotional cameras. Oh. They sent out cases and cases of promotional cameras that didn't. He must have got a case of fucking cameras. <laughs> 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 what are the odds of us finding out? It, what are the fucking <laughs> odds of us? <laughs> the odds are you calling for a fucking case? <laughs> <laughs> Giving Jackie something. That's the odds. Hundred percent. Hundred fucking. I needed. I needed one. Jackie's like an old lady from Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> my fucking case. I can't. I need a case. <laughs> <laughs> I would have ordered it, but the story is too good. Oh. oh, my God. So you guys were digging around the popcorn for a check. Yeah. And then Jesus. And, and then another year he Everybody gave us. Sticky, sticky hands into the food. Hilarious. <laughs> another year he they gave got us. Cheddar dust all over uh, their hair. <laughs> yeah. In their arm yeah. hair. <laughs> It was that nasty shit, you know. The, <laughs> the popcorns, it's like yellow with like 
sealed butter on it, you know, like that disgusting. Yeah, I didn't eat the popcorn. But then, then like the next year, he gave us a tablet, a leather-bound tablet with a pen, and on a journal. Yeah, like a journal. On the cover, on the cover of it, it it was Howard's tattoo. Like it was like an engraving of Howard's tattoo. That was a Ralph idea. Who the fuck wants Howard's tattoo? On a I fucking can't wait t- to hear this podcast <laughs> again. Wait, no, what? I don't even know what you mean. I must have been gone by that. What I'm, tattoo? I'm listening right now. <laughs> Howard's, <laughs> Howard's Capricorn tattoo. Like, I don't even know. Of the Capricorn wait, 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 symbol. So he gave you a book gay, you with that. his... With his tattoo. That was got to be a Ralph idea, with oh. his tattoo on the cover. No, bro. Yeah. You can't give that to somebody. And one year we got a Howard Stern show, like it was a watch that nice. said Howard Stern. What, nice gift? Wait a so second. It, yeah. it said it on the... On the- <laughs> On the, on, on the watch, Howard Stern. But then... What kind of... What brand was from it? From what I hear from the serious guys, um, Opie, from the serious guys, I heard that... Uh, that for Christmas he gave the whole staff uh, a serious radio with a year for <laughs> No, that's not true. I swear to, <laughs> I swear to God. Jackie, did you hear that? I heard that from Doug and <laughs> no, but- Scott and all those guys. Like all the E guys told me, that's what they got. <laughs> I can, went, Opie's the complete opposite. He gave me, never gave me popcorn, but gave me a fucking check. He gave me, <laughs> I didn't have to dig through anything. Yeah, oh man, oh, that's, that's a, very nice. I, I, when I when I, I did a serious show, listen, I, I was just a guest. Right, yeah. and I would come in, and and then the show went sideways. Yeah, and he he came up to me, he goes, "Here's some money. Thank you for what you did." That was it. I was like, "No, wow. I threw it in your car threw because in my car, I, knew right. he, I knew he wouldn't take it." Yeah. So we were outside the series building, and I go, "Carl, one more thing," because he pulled up in his car, and I threw yeah. it at him. No right. one, because he wouldn't. I know he wouldn't have taken it. Well, did he cash it? Uh, I would assume so. All right, so then yes, I literally taking it. Yeah, <laughs> I took it. I, I put the hatches on the car and I ran to chase. Look, I was, I, 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 is I, the I, Secret I, Service here or what? <laughs> is everything all right? Okay, <laughs> a bunch of guys. It's unbelievable. There. I guess you guys. Uh, Did you hear about that, Opie? What? I didn't when I pranked the president. Oh no, I want to talk about that, but I do <laughs> want to service at my door. I do want to say this. I, I wasn't perfect, but when I could, I I tried to take care of my guys. Yeah, you got to man. No, like when I first started as an intern, Jack, you would have and. Every once in a while, like I think twice, he gave me a check for a thousand dollars. There you go. Because he knew I was struggling, and you know, and I was taking the train in from. Uh, nice. From oh, yeah, I don't even know if I knew that. That's good. That's good to hear. That. Yeah, yeah. So a you know, we were breaking your balls. You know, you, I, I take you to lunch here and there. People, yeah, yeah. people took care of you. Yeah, yeah. A little so, bit. A little bit. Yeah. No. 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 Definitely. No. I always talk about you know, Jackie would take me to the fries and we would eat. And uh, that's where Jackie and I saw Baba Booey eat, eat, eat shrimp, and that became a bit for a fucking, Ill, you know, it has never stopped. Oh. As Jackie said, the shrimp didn't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary had Sophie's fucking choice every time we went to the fryers. It was me and John and Gary and whoever else straggled along with us. Yeah. And he wanted shrimp so fucking bad. But he also knew that if he got it, <laughs> that he was going to go the gauntlet and those big fucking Big fucking plunge of puss lips. And, and he put the shrimp in there. Just... Where you guys at with Gary these days? Uh, I He's not going to be happy with my uh with Your book? book, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't speak to. I mean, Jack, you weren't there for a lot, but he, he became the ultimate. And well, he's. I do tell the story, you know, where he threw you under the bus, which I thought wasn't, you know, tell that story. Yeah, that was what. Oh, oh, Opie, this is how bad it gets. And yeah, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't real aware of that at the time. Yeah, so. but no, so, but, but everybody after you left, like the E guys would tell me all the time that Gary would be in there trashing us every single day. But anyway. 
this is the best. When they came, um, you, you know, you know, they came with us. You know, with the e, the e contracts. Are you with me? Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're, they're handing me a note to make. I, 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 whatever. There's stuff going on behind the scenes. I was making sure everything's oh, okay. cool. All right, because I was panicking that we're not uh, getting this recorded right. Oh, okay. So continue. Sorry. So well, you're I am the one you. that hired a fucking cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean, Anthony's got a cop too, producer. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But anyway, they. Uh, uh, so the you know so the thing was I I had an attorney who Jackie ended up using uh, this guy Larry Shire. Okay. So he said. Even though they're only going to pay me two hundred a week, he said all I want you to do is ask their, you know, uh, Don Buckwald's guy, oh, Richard Bosch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said. <laughs> he said. Wow, he really hates Richard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he says he despises I, Richard. So Sorry. he sends Dick Bosch, <laughs> you know, over, and all I say to all I say to him is, listen. I'm going to sign it, but could you please just fax a copy over to my attorney? Bosch puts the contract back in the envelope, closes it up, never sends it over to my attorney, and I'm off the e-show. I wasn't allowed to be on the e-show. I didn't say I wasn't going to sign it. I just asked for it. So, and the whole thing with Gary is that Jackie and Gary and I, wherever it was, Jack, we're all talking, and Jackie said, hey, you know, we should all, you know, protest, you know, there's strength in numbers, and it wasn't serious. It was just kind of like... See, this is John's version. I <laughs> I think all I said was $10,000 a year each. That's bullshit. I think that's as far... But well, that's- yeah, but, no, okay, even if it... Right. However it was, but it was l- looked upon as Gary, as, as Jackie was trying to... You know, get us all going, and and you know, and and rally the troops. <laughs> so you could have said motivate. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. No, no he couldn't. I know. No, yeah, exactly. Not an R, though. Exactly. Emblem, my problem too. Oh, you oh. moron. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but then Gary goes to Howard and said, Jackie's trying to get you know everyone to go against you with the seat contract. So you know, and that made and that so when I finally because they had put a, built a wall around Jackie, he was off the show too, so they built the wall around him. But so then I finally like felt so bad, so I I went to the principal's office, I went to Howard's office, and I went in there. I was practically crying because I was like I was young, you know, I was like right. 22, 23. and I, and and I just said I go uh, Howard, I'm sorry. About asking the you know fax the contract over my attorney he goes yeah John listen you got to stop listening to Jackie he you know he's a troublemaker you know you got to stop listening to him and it was just like so get, Gary must have gotten to his head and told Howard that it was Jackie trying to get everyone to get and I just felt bad for Jackie because it really wasn't the case right but this is what Gary would do and and it continued you know even to this day and that and and I have and that's and that's my biggest problem with Gary and I talk. Uh, uh, a lot about the ways he would do no, that. No, what a sad, no, what a sad way. He must be living like that, like he lives. What a sad way to live. Oh. I can't, Howard Stern, like, how can you be happy? Well, what's, what's crazy to me about the whole Gary thing is that for 30 years, or however many years it's been, he's been in the middle like that and had to make decisions like that. And, you know, he's got a wife and kids. All right, so he knows where his bread is buttered. So maybe he's not doing the right thing by us, but maybe he's making those decisions. But that's a tough road to hoe. And after all those decades of dealing with that, all of a sudden he brings in Howard brings in this broad, 
And Gary's knocked down a few levels, and for, so after for, all those well, years, after all those years and, and, of taking all that and and right. and, and the, the taking show, that shit, and the show wasn't suffering to the point where you needed to bring someone in new to give it some fresh life. Whoa. But I'm gonna go uh, on. A, I'm gonna go in a different direction with this now because uh, you know Howard Stern show, the Opie and Anthony show. You know we were pretty big as well. Like the toxicity, it sounds like you guys uh, didn't oh, escape yeah. that. It, it sounded like your environment was extremely toxic as well. Yeah. And I want to ask both of you guys that: uh, why you think that is? Because in our world, we had plenty of because we're all fuck ups. We're from we're, we're all from dysfunctional families, and we're all we're handpicked. Fucking- <laughs> there's two there's two distinct managing uh, ways. You know, one way is to give you lots of money, pat you on the back, tell you what a great job you're doing, and all for one, and let's really kick ass. And the other one is divide and conquer. Don't tell Carl what you're making. Don't tell Opie what Carl's making. Don't let anybody know who's doing what. And everybody, Fred's been afraid for his job for 40 fucking years. (laughs) (laughs) He created that show a year before Robin got there. I can't even, we can't begin to sing Fred's praises. What do you mean he created it? Most talented, you know, the, 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 the music under the commercials and 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 the soundboards the, the, the whole, and all that just the whole fucking yeah. thing. All the, he had all the one by one. Howard would take his impressions, and uh, and he just did everything. And he was absolutely so important to that show. Like he's the only one that could get Howard to shut up and go to commercial. And but you know, he was like riding shotgun on the, on the hardest radio personality in the world for forty years. And he's scared of his own shadow. And he's so fucking talented. Does Howard ever give him a break and say, Fred, I, chill the fuck out, you're good? I, you know, I, well, that's the thing I was just talking about in your documentary I shot today, Jackie, is is I, I mentioned how toxic it was. I think the one thing, and Jackie, maybe I'm wrong here, but, you know, you know, in speaking for you, oh, he can't hear me. I don't know. Um, what's happening? Where does that, uh, what's going on? Where did Carl go? Now Jackie, Uh-oh. there's more notes. Oh, uh, Carl's doing a phone call and Jackie's in, in here now. So, so Jackie, continue. Like, the one thing that I was talking about on your documentary and, you know, I'm, I don't know about how you felt, but I did, you know, I, I did say, I'm sure Trump, that, Trump didn't have Carl taken out of the country. Did he? I'm sure it had something <laughs> to do with you too, Jackie. D- did it hurt? Well, I know it, I know it bothered you. I don't, I don't know if you're going to you know say it now, but that Howard was never a guy to give you accolades. He, like, he was never a guy... Oh, I talk about that all... In, yeah. in 18 fucking years, he never said, you really should go see Jackie's show. He's yeah. He's got a really funny act. Yeah. The closest I came to getting a compliment ever was Robin came to see me at Caroline's when it was on 8th Avenue. Yeah. So that's three or four Caroline's. Sure. You know? And she came to see me with her boyfriend before Mr. X, whoever the hell it was 40 years ago, and and she said, how did I want to see Jackie last night? And, say, and he said, well, she says, I can't say anything negative. That was the that positive was it. review was, I can't say anything negative. Not that she wouldn't, if she could, what she meant was. Yeah. yeah. This well, is, this is well gonna... the other thing, the other thing that bothered me, I can imagine how it bothered you because, you know, Jackie, you know, he was writing for him a lot longer than I was. But when I started, you know, to write for Howard, I would write a joke, and it would get a big laugh in the studio. And I would go in after thinking that he would say, hey, great joke. Never. God, what was that Never. about, man? Like, and, and I don't know if he ever did to you. Like on any of the jokes that you wrote, like said, like like said. No, nah, but that was my, I didn't care. That was my job. No, but no, here's the thing. But here's the difference. Jay Leno, when I, you know, because because I was a writer for Jay. Yeah. He would come up to me 
on a number of occasions, Sean, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. I mean, like, and the head writer. That, that's so. A, that's just the difference. You know, well, that, that's the, that. The difference is that uh, Jay is secure in his yeah. abilities and what he and does. and he appreciates what you're but, doing for but him. Let me tell you. It's let me fascinating. Tell- I, hold, I want to get back to this though because it's fascinating to me because I, I've gone through a, a lot of therapy because of the O and A shit. Yeah. And we had an incredibly toxic environment, and it sounds like you guys had an incredibly toxic environment. I'm really trying to figure that shit out for yeah. real. Why and was, I was the why one. Why was yours toxic? You mean from up on high? You're you're, no, you guys, man, me and Ant didn't even like get, we didn't even like each other for most of that time. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, so that was part of it. We didn't like talk out our shit. Every once in a while when it got really bad, we'd get on the phone with each other, laugh like idiots, like yeah, we were yeah. the uh, like we were best friends and then it it would quickly go back to not talking and and yeah. just being like this thing and it's unfortunate, but I handpicked most of the people on the ONA uh side there and I I knew as a guy that loves doing this, was that that the, the the people with the problems made great radio, but it wasn't an easy environment to to yeah. hang in. It, yeah, and, and I'm assuming, sword, and course. I'm assuming that's how it was with the the well, Howard well, gang. I, look, look, I, I was beaten. Robin was molested. Howard was put down by his father. You know, Gary had a crazy mother. I mean, like we all were just like from this crazy yeah, raised by drunks. But maybe, yeah. <laughs> but but the point is that those are also the people. They're going to show business and going. Yeah, to of course. Yeah, you know? yeah, Because I had a lot of opportunities to bring other guys on the show, or and in my regular life. This when is I'm Charles. Not, he was a valedictorian. Right. Well, tell him to go fuck himself. But, <laughs> the, but the people that weren't a little off, I was bored shitless of by. Of course, of course. So, but then in the end, it bit me in the ass because then everyone attacks me in the end, and it's just exhausting. So uh, it's it's fascinating to see that you guys went through a lot of the same shit. You know, I think there were actual times where maybe uh, he would have said. You know, you were really on today, but I don't know if that was him. One thing that he specifically said, because it was so it was so rare, was um, we went to scores after the show so long ago. I know we were still on 600 Madison, and it was yeah. so long ago that we actually walked from scores back to the station. Wow. You know, me and Howard and Fred and the gang. I mean, that was pretty rare, you know. Um, I mean, not... I mean, in those days, we did, he didn't have the limo every five seconds or whatever. And um, and I remember we were walking from scores back to the station, and he's like a nine feet tall, and I was walking alongside him, and he put his arm around my shoulder, and he said, you know, bringing you on the show full-time is the single best business decision I ever made. Damn. Wow. And that, was, but, and that was but he, but, once in 18 years, but yeah. that was a very heavy, heavy... Yeah. Yeah, but we did a lot of drinking at scores. <laughs> no. But he didn't. Oh, he did. Not. He never, ever, ever had a drink until I, after I left the show. Wow. You Not st- a drink. So you stopped and he picked up the fucking. I, it's <laughs> like, the the, baton. Four, like we're running the 440. Here you go. Here, yeah, yeah. Here's <laughs> the fucking baton, yeah. my Jewish friend. Is he, uh, you think he's happy? Oh, no. yes. I, listen. There's a no and there's a yes. No. You hear him dancing? No, Jackie's no, Jackie's being facetious. No way is he. I mean, here's a guy who goes to therapy four times a week. There's no way he's happy. I got to tell you this. Um, you know, you guys probably know some of the shit that I, you know, me and me and him, and the, between the two shows, I actually reached out and tried to to talk to him to just like see yeah. see yeah. what's up because he apologized to Brother Weeze, who yeah. he beat the shit out of when yeah. he when he went into syndication in Rochester. You know the old gag. He would find the the big yeah. morning guy and just just find that one thing that would drive him nuts. 
And, you know, Weeze has a hand, uh, mentally handicapped daughter, and uh, he went yeah. in hard. And uh, years later, many years later, this only happened probably about four or five years, he called up Weeze and apologized for everything. And, thought, and you know, and, and uh, you know, and Weeze, the only reason I attacked Howard so bad, because Weeze was my mentor. And, and when I, I always said to myself, if I ever get the chance, I'm, I'm fucking headhunting. And yeah. that's where all that began in my yeah. world. So Weez knew the shit I took because I was sticking up for Weez. So Weez goes to Howard, what about my boy uh, Opie? And uh, Howard goes, I'm not ready for Opie yet. And uh, then, then- And that, meanwhile, you never did anything. I was just- defend- well, Except well, for competition. For oh, no, I defended, defended Weez's honor. And then, you know how he tore down radio shows? He was going after me and Ann, and me and Ann would have these talks like, he ain't fucking doing that shit to us. Yeah, so yeah, we, went, yeah. it, we went back at him hard. So, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't but, be offensive. But fast forward, we're both at SiriusXM for a really long time. Yeah. And I reached out to all the guys we all know yeah. behind the scenes. Of course. He didn't, want, show business. he didn't want anything well, look, to do hey. it. I tried. I said, look, I don't need to be on your show. I don't need to talk about this, but I think it would do us both good if we sat down and talked. I'll yeah. tell you a story. Lay down your tomahawks and act like Whatever. a human being. Well, I, I mean, I'll tell you I, get, yeah. I, I showed some of the guys here the video, which, uh, um, you know, I, I passed Howard. In the, I started passing Howard in the hall when he changed his hours. And I'm with Kenny, club soda Kenny. He's with Ronnie. Ronnie was always great to me. Yeah, Ronnie's and a great And we're guy. walking down the hall, and I see Howard, and I'm, I just go, you know what? Fuck it. Good morning, Howard. Nothing behind it. Uh, and then we passed, and Kenny starts giggling like a schoolgirl. I go, Kenny, what's up? He goes, he's so fucking pissed. You just said hi. I'm like, are you insane? Yeah, that's Who what it is because. And that is, uh, there's, there's and, no word to describe that except sad. But I'm that like, is fucking I, I, sad. Well, listen, I, I don't need anything story, or Jack. want anything. Hold on. I just got to finish oh, yeah. this part. Yeah. So then it, that happened a couple more times because he would come out of the uh, freight elevator. It was the only way. You know, he couldn't avoid me. I couldn't avoid him. Next thing you know, I find out that the Sirius XM is shutting down the hallways. Yeah. And and after I, I asked the right people, they go, it's absolutely because of you. He doesn't want to fucking deal with you. So in the elevator banks, you know where that is? And then the glass, I would have to sit out there. The, the, the video's on my YouTube channel. We could put it in the description of this podcast, whatever. But it, it's done incredibly well. I had to wait until he passed by to go into his section. And then you see the security guard finally going, okay, come on in, Ope. And oh then I show God. I show the emptiness of Sirius XM because it's 7, yeah. I guess at right. this point it's right. 7 in the morning. I, I'm like, just because I st- wanted to say, you know, good morning to the well, guy. I, we I'm spent gonna, all week, these years. We, we spent a week on the air goofing on the fact that Michael Jackson didn't want anybody looking him in the eye. Right. David Letterman. And, and, right, people yeah. like that. Right. But listen, I'm going to tell you this story because you, you, you guys are talking about Howard being happy and and this is in my book too and and uh, this is from a very good source from somebody that we all know. Um, in fact, I think he just I think he walked by a few minutes ago. But anyway, um, good good secret. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I think he kept it vague enough. <laughs> yes, Jesus. He was fighting this person was a higher up at Sirius and he was fighting for JD's raise. He's trying to get JD a raise. And, and and he was talking to Howard about it, and, and he said to Howard, he goes, you know, he said, come on, this will make J.D. happy. And Howard said, I don't care about J.D.'s happiness. I only care about my own happiness. And that was it. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was told, I mean, that's just, I mean, come on, Jackie. I just can't imagine That's Howard. in your book? Yeah. All right, so I won't get in trouble for that. 
<laughs> I'm in good. I'm in good standings with SiriusXM these days. <laughs> no, I'll get in trouble, but it's the truth. I mean, you t- it was, you're just telling the truth. I mean, <laughs> you know, they can sue me, but I have I have a witness. Right. I have a witness. I mean, so yeah. I don't know what they. You know, me and the Cuban love SiriusXM. One of the best places ever. Oh, right. why? Why? Are you, are you going to get a show back there? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Nah, we might go somewhere else. I don't know. Well, hell, we, we fuck. Got, Fucking, you know, I could be third, Mike. We might. Uh, we have we have an offer. We have an offer to go back to radio. So. Sean, if you see my lifestyle, the chances of someone else being <laughs> a second Mike is like ninety percent. <laughs> How'd you get demoted to the other room? <laughs> because I want to. Wa- I want to listen to you because you're funny as fuck. Oh, wow, yeah. look at that, Jackie. Look at that. That's a very nice. So, what are we gonna do? When that's we're... my luck. I got a fan that's a foreigner. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we gonna do? Do when we go to your house and podcast? Because I'm still we're, gonna do that. We're gonna do a podcast, but I. It's are we a gonna nice do a little place. of this? It's underwater. We can do a little of this. Smoke pot? Yeah. Does oh, <laughs> Rose can it? Holy Rose... shit, fucking suddenly Jackie stuttering. Does <laughs> 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 Rose Kennedy have a black dress? Rose Kennedy. I couldn't Kennedy reference Jack. The reason I stammered is because I wouldn't go. I was saying Ethel Kennedy. I wanted to say Rose Kennedy. I couldn't find it. I love in the car. We'll have We'll have a wonderful time. Do you do no? Any- I told I want you guys to come out. I'll cook steak. I'm ah, Jackie's. You canceled on us. Fuck you. I'll no, cook, I did. I'll I canceled steak, because I have a book signing in Northville, New Jersey, Thursday night at 7 p.m. Right. This probably isn't going to air for another six months. Oh hell no! <laughs> no, I want to put this out like as soon as we get off the air. I'm with my uh, friend John Demore, and he asked me to do this book signing, and I'm right. doing it. And then I'm, and what's the story, Jack? It's uh, books and greetings. Yeah. Books and greetings. It's a biggie. <laughs> you do uh, you do edibles, Jackie? No, I I, I, I haven't eaten uh, any kind of pot or anything yeah, since college. Because in college, I had so you know, you you'd eat a brownie and then you'd eat another brownie and eat because you're not getting high. And then an hour later, you're on fucking Pluto. Yeah, and it doesn't end. And then you say, all right, it's been a couple months. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna be smart. You eat a brownie. I need another, and then uh, three or four times I ate so many I went to Pluto. I said I am never doing How that about again. Have some willpower. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows if you do I, it, you got to wait the seventy-five I minutes. I, but you, nobody knew then, and you know, <laughs> just I've had I just wanted a, a fucking brownie. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> I've had a what do you call it? The, <laughs> fucking rookie. The, the Rice Krispie treats. I've had a Rice Krispie treat, a wrapped up Rice Krispie treat with yeah. pot in it in my, in my refrigerator for six years. Because I'm afraid of it. They figure it out, the edibles, though, with the chocolate bar. It's and next everything. to Howard's popcorn. God damn. That's a funny story. Oh, it's that the greatest. Popcorn story. Hey. Is incredible. The, the popcorn. You know what? I took a picture of the canister and I and the fucking gave it to the book, guys. I didn't put it in the book. I don't know why. I still have it. Yeah, I got a picture of that canister somewhere, too. Because so, I had it for years. I used. I used it as a garbage can because it's a great story. Wow, that's a nice yeah. garbage can. You know how, sit down and let me tell you. You know, you know how good this episode of the podcast is that we're like almost an hour and a half or so in and I didn't even ask you about the Trump thing yet. Oh, yeah. That yeah. shit was crazy. Did you believe for a moment that he was he was actually going to get on the phone? And we all knew Trump, by the way, before he became president. He did, yeah. he did he our show. He was a dick forever. <laughs> <laughs> I say it like this. He was entertaining as all hell, but as soon as we hung up that phone with him, we're like, wow, is this guy full of himself? Oh, my God. But, man, he did he show. give good radio. When he came on the show, 
He didn't know there was another. He barely knew Howard was in the room. You know, he's just a spoiled motherfucking brat from word go. You know, and if you grew up on the North Shore of Long Island, that's, you know a few of those, you know. Well, he was actually, he was nice to me in the beginning. I, I Well, he's still nice to me. I, I mean, I I would call him when I was buying a condo in Manhattan. I was going to buy, uh, you yeah. know, uh, in Battery Park, and he goes, well, I'm against the land lease, John. He, you know, he, he's going through his calculator, going through the numbers, telling me how much per square foot, and you know, and he kind of talked me out of doing it, which I'm glad because then I bought, I bought another condo, which I made a lot more money on. But he was always good to me, like when I mean, he took me out to lunch, you know, when I was performing at his casino, talked the whole time about right. himself, right? And you know, I hung out with him at, at an NBC party with him and Melania. He talked the whole time. About himself. himself, but you know, but that's still hanging. Yeah, well, you he know? he invited me. I bet you you spent more time hanging out with him than you spent hanging out with Howard. No, I hung out with Howard a lot. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I, I never. Did. Oh, I went out to dinner with Howard all the time. That's that's the weird part about the whole thing. It was tough. The and that's why. It was, and now you're trashing him. Way to go, John. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> well, Campbell. if I could say, way to go, John. If I, <laughs> if I could say anything, Opie, he, John's food court. <laughs> Opie, luckily nobody this is the shit. Sorry, he started trashing way to go. me. He started trashing me way before I trashed I'm him. I'm joking, Jesus, and I hope Howard knows I'm joking. <laughs> oh, he oh, does. boy, he does. Uh, oh boy, he can take a joke. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But Trump uh, invited me over to his t- the, the the Trump Tower many times. Yeah, yeah. Before he became president, I. I I wish I took him up on it just to check it out, man. Uh, yeah, well, why would you, wouldn't you be curious? Why of course, you? I don't know why. Because uh, his son started coming into into the studio a lot, and I actually Who, uh, really liked uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr. I really uh, did. And and the guy that's on social media just fighting everybody, I don't know that version. Yeah, of him. He, I really don't. He's a real dick on. Uh, I really don't know because when Twitter. he would come, but in, as a he'd person, be he's, so, he's a good oh, guy. Oh my god, I thought so. He was so nice. He was always inviting me out to lunch and. And uh, to go, uh, I do a little fly fishing, and I know where he fly fishes, and I've been up there a few times, and he's like, let's do this together, and but, we uh, shoot guns. And Why would Donald invite you? Was it because Because he, he just liked us. I don't know. He liked doing our show. I'm surprised, because he always did Howard, and you know, you would think he would, ha- he would have to draw that line, you know, that Howard, you know, would have. Uh, no, no, you don't tell. There were some guys you just didn't tell what to do. Yeah, but yeah. I know, I know the list of people that stopped doing our show because they were scared of oh, really? what Howard would think. Yes. Who, who? I don't want to get into it. Oh, that. come on. Anyway. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <clears throat> we'll get back to John's big Trump story, but first I need to address one thing, because I'm sure by now you can hear that Carl's mic is hardly being picked up at times. That's because Uber fan cop turned producer Mike Sappho isn't wearing any headphones, so he has no clue that the channel the Cuban's on is crapping out. He has no real reference point, so it's hit or miss moving forward. In cop lingo, it'd be like putting a blindfold on before shooting your gun. Uh, I'm hurting too old. Usually we don't like to point at our fuck-ups, but we also don't want you to think we don't realize something's up with Carl's mic. So just tweet at Mike Safo, S-A-F-O, if you have any issues with the following. Says they can't hear me, Mike, you piece of shit. And you may want to include hashtag headphones asshole and then possibly this won't happen again in the future you're up greg greg where are you obi went to the bathroom dad bathroom what's he doing in the bathroom he's got a new toothbrush i think he's brushing his teeth oh all right thanks how'd you get on this podcast roman i have an ipad and internet 
Seriously? How'd you get on here? If I told you, I'd have to kill you. Hmm. All right, here's Greg from the bathroom. Getquip.com slash Opie. I love my electric toothbrush from Quip. I got to tell you, it's sleek. It looks cool. It has no charger. As soon as I got my Quip in the mail, I threw my old electric toothbrush right in the garbage. With Quip, it uh, charges with one single A battery. So it's really nice and compact. And so... One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. It has sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough, on your sensitive gums. Why, you might ask? Well, you know, people brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. It has a built-in two-minute timer pulse. You might hear the quip vibrating right now. Well, every 30 seconds, it reminds you when to switch sides, helping guide a full and even clean. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Also has an awesome carrying case, really simple and nice. Like I said, sleek and compact. You can just throw it in a suitcase and go. Here's the best part. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5.00. Three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective. Not with Quip, because all of a sudden in the mail, you got a new brush head. You're like, oh, it's time to change my brush head on my Quip. They make it so easy for you. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews. That's why I love my Quip. And why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Opie right now, you can see how cool this electric toothbrush is. That's right. I said cool. I think you're really going to like the design of this thing. And if you also go to getquip.com slash Opie right now, you will get your first refill pack for free with the Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free if you go to getquip.com slash Opie. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Opie. Getquip.com slash Opie. Oh, I love my Quip. And I think you will too. Opie Radio. So the Trump thing. Walk us through this shit. We were on my podcast and, uh, and, and we were trying to get KC, KC Armstrong from the show. Um, that is the single best part of this. Show. I, I know it, they got, he talked to Trump because he couldn't. Get I couldn't get KC. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's more, KC said couldn't he couldn't make that up. KC said he was busy, so it was, it's more unbelievable. The guy getting trouble getting in touch with Trump is that KC uh, was too busy. Right, he had something to do. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so then we were like, "Fuck it, let's just call the let's call the White House." So we Googled the number. I yeah. called like, hey, it's Stuttering John. I, you know, I've hung out with Donald. Just no thanks, and they hung up. So then, so then my uh, producer's like, all right, let's uh, call as Menendez, like, like in, like in my cousin Vinny instead of right. Gallo Gallo. Yeah, you know, it's okay. So then I called him with his bad English accent. Hello, this is Sean Moore. Uh, I represent Senator Bob Menendez, and they go, who? I go, Sean is in Connery, Moore is in Roger. I'm a big Bond fan, as if I name my fucking self. Right, and they go, <laughs> and they go, um, okay, well, 
All right, so you know, you know, let's talk to the president. He's in, you know, he's in Fargo right now. They, they give me the location of where the president is. <laughs> oh I mean, they might as well give me the longitude and latitude. <laughs> wow. And I go, and and I go, uh, yeah, all right. They go, yeah, we'll call you back. So they call me back. Now, keep in mind, Senator Menendez is in is in New Jersey, right? So they call me back. They go, we we have one question for you. Why? Are you calling from an 818 area code? I go, oh, it's because we're on holiday. <laughs> As if my fucking area code is going to change. An area code has had anything to do with it for 20 years. Yeah, I know. So, so then they go, all right, you know, you know, we'll have somebody call you back. I'm on the way to a date, which is even more unbelievable than Casey being too busy. I'm on the way to a date. And suddenly I get a call. It's from a weird number. It's a, it's a 202, which is, you know, which is Washington, D.C. And I answer it. It's Jared Kushner. <laughs> it's Jared Kushner. He goes, "Hello, is this a, is this a senator?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. How's it going? It's not written. Fucking doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I can pull the president out now. You know, we're on Air Force One right now. I can pull him and have a meeting, or we can call you back in a few minutes. I go, "Oh no, just have, you know, just call me back because you know because I knew I had to get it. I got to figure out how to fucking record the thing." Right. He goes, "But what do you want to talk to him about?" I go, "Oh, we had a long conversation about three weeks ago about immigration reform. I, I just need some closure on it." And he goes, all right, so we'll call you back. I I call my friend in New York, who's just as fucking big as a scumbag as me. And I go, you got to record this. If they call me, I'm going to pretend I'm the English dude. I'll patch you in, and I'll say, you know, Senator, are you there? And then if you say yes, that means that I know that you're recording. So sure enough, we have the president for you. You know, they call me. Holy the shit. The girl is texting me. Right. Where are you? I'm like, fuck, I'm about to go to the fucking president. Leave me alone. You know, I'm, I'm driving around the block at this fucking Beverly Hills restaurant. Wait, you're in a car? Yeah, I'm, I'm in my car. I'm driving while I'm talking. So, you know, I finally get my friend on the phone. Uh, you know, is this dude named Justin. I get him on the phone, and I go, hello, Senator. Oh, you're there. He goes, yes. I know that he's recording. Then I take over from there. I go, yes, hello. Yes, I'm all set to talk to Donald. Donald comes on. Hey, Bob. And then we have this conversation. I'm driving around. He's talked to me so many times. I do not sound senatorial. No. I sound janitorial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, and then we have a, a, a five-minute conversation on immigration reform, on the Supreme Court justice pick, right. and he's giving me, like, dates on when he's going to release stuff. <laughs> and the <laughs> cell phone call doesn't drop, which is just I, yeah, we wonderful. All, we yeah. all heard the call. Senator Benigas, are you still there, sir? Yes, sir. Sir, your call is connected. Hi, Bob. I will help you if you don't go to... Too conservative, you know what I'm saying? Well, we will talk to you about it. We're going to probably make a decision, Bob, over the next uh, over the next two weeks. We'll have, I think we're going to have a really good. We have some great choices. All right. Well, please, you know, you know, keep informed, and uh, you know, good luck on your trip. And thank you so much for taking my call. You take care. I will speak to you soon, Bob. Take care of yourself. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. President. Thank you, Bob. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Right, Bob Booty. It was and, unbelievable. And then at the end, I just, I, I just said, and a Bob Booty to you all. I just, I put that in, for, just for fucking right. But that was it. Why didn't you live. ask him about? I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, it was amazing. So it, it, uh, it, trust it, me, I, yeah. I doubt you for get, doing this. But why didn't you ask like about Stormy Daniels or something? Yeah, you know, I should have because he, I'll defend. Menendez wouldn't have asked him that. He was I mean, wait a minute, who is this? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really believe in immigration and how big's your cock, Donald. Right. Yeah, yeah like I could have done the goof. I could have done the stuttering John thing and asked him, you know, 
you know, you know what it, you know what shit he read on the bowl and all that stuff. But he would have known. It you know. doesn't take away from it. I was just yeah. wondering no. if no, you were no, even it, thinking that in your head. No, I was. I was thinking, should I, you know, should I go, go all in, right, here and just fucking start asking him, like, you know, fucking, you know, how big are her tits, and you know, and, <laughs> but uh, you know, but I just didn't. Donald, mm. wave out the window to me. Yeah, I, you know, I just didn't want to, and I just thought it would be better to keep it like this. But nobody would believe us. We could not get. We fucking called everybody. Huffington Post. They wouldn't believe us. Nobody believed us. Finally, I called my friend. Well, it's not believe. I, I, I know it's true, but it's not believable. Yeah, nobody would believe us. And I finally called uh, the Daily Mirror. This guy Adam Levy. He always does stories. He did stories on you, and, and and I just said, and he and he agreed to run with it, but said. You know, like yeah, you know, he probably said, but you got to guarantee me it's he, not true. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, like you know, this you know comedian claims to have gotten through, and then be, finally Politico came out with an article, yeah. and they said that the wash that the that, that the White House is scrambling to figure out how to fuck this happen, and that's when the post, and then and then forget it. I was on everything. That CNN, was as viral as you could get, they, man. They called you back. I, know, I don't know how know, this happened. Know. You know, it's almost like I picked up the phone and dialed it. You yeah, know, like, yeah. It seems like he doesn't have much to do if he's calling no, you back. Geez. No, and Jared Kushner too. What an right. idiot! I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, and then what happened after that? Did you I didn't hire... have to go to Jared. He came to me. Then you, did you hire Michael Avenetti and then <laughs> yeah. the Secret Service? Like, yeah. keep going with this thing. Yeah, because then when it finally well, I, all right, let me stop. You well, the truth be You're... told, one minute into the call, somebody said, "John, Michael Avenetti's on the other line." Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He smells meat. Makes yeah. Dominic Barber look like he slept through the eighties. Smells dirty pussy. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, so you're enjoying it? Like, wow, this is awesome for me, right? You're yeah. Everywhere. When did it turn where you're like, holy fuck? Now this is okay, a little so scary. Then, so then we were we're at the pub I hang out in L.A. and 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 you know me and my producer were having a fucking blast drinking and you like beers. Yes, I like beer. You, I you like, like beer. beer? You yeah, like beer I like Devil's Triangle. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. You ever have too many? Which is like quarters. Yeah, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> fucking quarters, my ass. Anyway, so <laughs> fucking I know what quarters is. You know what quarters is. Sure. <laughs> fucking, that's what we were paid on the Stern Show. But, <laughs> but no, 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 no. But anyway, so. So after we're watching, you know, so I used watching, to say Howard threw around quarters like they were manhole covers. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're watching the CNN and the Inside Edition. We're all celebrating. <laughs> I get back to my house. The, the two neighborhood kids are are sitting in front of my door. I go, "What's going on?" There was Secret Service here. They were knocking on your door. I'm like, "Get out of here! How do you know?" They go, "They showed up their badges and everything." You know, they were in suit jackets. I'm like, "Holy crap!" And then, you know, and I go upstairs, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, and so then, like, like I'm flipping out. And then, uh, you know, so then I call Avenatti and I just tell him, look, I, I might be in some big trouble here. And and he goes, I'll, you know, you know, I'll take care of it, you know. And then and then my agent calls me, which is even more unbelievable. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> wow, now you're going into weird territory. Yeah, yeah. And then she says that the Secret Service contacted her so th and, they, and they want me to call him. So uh, you know, I you know, I call from the from my pub's bathroom. I'm taking a dump. But that, this, this is my thrown away from home, and I'm and, and, you know, and, and 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 I'm on the phone, and I'm stuttering now, and I'm on the phone, and I'm calling them, and I go, "Hello, uh, this is Secret Service. Yeah, this is John Melendez." Okay, they go, I go. So do you want me to? They go. We want you to come downtown because we want to talk to you. I go. Do you only want to talk to me, or do you want to arrest me? They go. We can't tell you that. 
Wow. And now I'm really shitting. No kidding. <laughs> you know, and then and, and now you know where the Secret Service office is in downtown LA. Yeah. And then I go You also know they're kind of lazy if they well you gotta get here on your own. Yeah, right? and, yeah. We're in the middle of a gin game. And know? then I go I uh, thought they pulled up in a black van at really? 3 yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Right. And then sneak I sneak around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I said, Should I bring an attorney? They said that's up to you. So then I call Avenatti again and he's like, You're not going there tomorrow. I'll I'll take it from here. And then and then he got me out of it. He told me now I could say it, uh, but he said that they he got them to admit they're not going to arrest me. But he said, "Will you uh, will you put that in writing?" And uh, and they said no. And he said, "Then then you're not going there, John." And that was it. And thank oh, God for so great. But and, what can they arrest you for? For impersonating a public official. But the only caveat to that is impersonating a public official. Um, b- b- for monetary value, right. I I didn't make any money off of it, so right. it's it's a gray area. But I think they really wanted to know how the fuck I got through. Yeah, yeah no, no, <laughs> it, you know, it makes them look bad. You know, if they blow it up, you know, it's like some wait fucking, a minute, what's some, wrong with this picture? Some yeah. stuttering idiot gets through to the White wow, House. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, how, I, how much did that cost you? Did you have to pay Avenatti? Oh no, he did it. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah he didn't he did care for the publicity. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. And he's been cool. And you know what's so great? Ron Howard started following me on Twitter, and he started writing good things. Elaine Boozler, um, Mark Hamill, uh, uh, like uh, like all these people. Seth Rogen. Right. Uh, like, they all started to follow me, and, like, you know, we're all like, hey, you know, great job. You know, that was kind of cool. That was cool. <laughs> That's really great. You know? <laughs> that really is amazing. Wow. You know, I, I had a very weird thing happen. That I don't even you you probably knew, and it didn't even dawn on me the parallel. I when the, when the internet first started, nobody knew what the hell was going on. There was some kid in in Connecticut said, "I'll help you with your website," and in those days, I was just looking at the HTML and mimicking it, and then putting it up and hoping it would come up. You know, <laughs> right. and this guy helped me, and he said, um, "Will you put a little uh, whatever you'd call it on the front page?" Uh, of your website and i said no problem because i knew how to do that it was a li- but i i thought it was a little ad but it was a gif and i don't even know if i knew what a gif was at the time and he said it to me and i just put it on the front and i've got this i'll, I'll email it to you guys and it, and it, i put it on my website and, it, and i think it said cloud nine was the name of his production so i just so here's this thing that said cloud nine I owed it to him. He did a lot of stuff for me because people did so much for us guys for yeah. free because they loved us. And I don't know whether it was an hour later or the next day, Nancy goes, the Secret Service is on the phone. And I pick up the phone and say, yeah, how you doing? And they said, Jackie, because yeah, they, they know us. Like, people yeah, know us. Like, you know. Yeah. Jackie, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, what? They said, you have George Bush getting shot in the head <laughs> on your website. Oh my God! You remember this? Shit, I said, no. I said, what are you talking about? They said, you have a, a little button on your website. Yeah. And when you roll the mouse over, it, and what it was was it said, uh, Cloud Nine. Then it said, I think it said Jesus is coming. And then all of a sudden, there's a picture of George Bush's head. It, you know, Jeff just keeps changing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden, there was a gun next to his head, and the next frame. Just red comes down his face. Oh, wow. And I'm like, fuck. I, I said I had no idea. So I'd quick HTML and boom. Got it. it was Got rid of it immediately. Off. Right. And the guy's like, wow, you know, you didn't know. I said, I had no idea. It was no kind of a statement. He said, well, we're all big fans. Me and Nancy wound up going to Washington, D.C. We met the guy. He, he took us out to Ebbets 
Ebbets Grill for dinner. And then after hours, we, we went to the White House and we took pictures standing at, at as I called it CJ's podium, but you know, the, the Sarah's Huckabee yeah. uh, Flounder's podium. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and uh, we had a guided tour. Me and Nancy and this guy, Mark, took us around the White House, all because I had George Bush being shot Jesus. in the fucking Wow. I'll send it to you. It's, it's amazing. You I, know? I was in the same hotel as uh, Bush in Arizona. I was doing a radio conference, and I was with Rich Voss. And uh, the Secret Service, they recognized us and said, we're huge fucking O&A fans and Voss, you know. And we're like, hey, can we see the president? We're like, we're not that big of fans. <laughs> <laughs> they were like the out, the outskirt guys, right, know? right, right, but, right. But we hung out talking to them, and yeah, you know, yeah, it was quite, it was fun. It's, it's, it's exciting crap. It is, you know, it's wild shit, you know. And uh, the, but the, the Secret Service, they're just regular guys, right? Of course. You know? And they actually said to us, they said, you know, it's kind of tight in here, right? You know. You know, years ago when Clinton was running this White House, yeah. he said we'd be having beers in the fucking hallway with you. You oh, know, no kidding. I, I he was probably exaggerating, but he said it yeah. was so much more lax. They said to to me, they're like, we listen to your show while we're on the job. I'm like, that's in, that's crazy yeah. to think. Yeah, so, that is crazy. Some of the stuff we got to do. Yeah, right? you know, who knew? I mean, for all I know, those Secret Service people, you know, we're just fans. I mean, who knows? Right. You know, but it didn't seem that way. <laughs> I don't know. I, think, I don't know. I think your situation's a little different. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a little different. But then, you know, Kathy Griffin's calling me. She's like, John, don't fuck around. You know, they you know, they put me on a no fly list and all well, this shit. What she did was insane. Yeah, he said, what she said was insane. No, I know, I know. But but still how is she I surprised still, by def- that? You know, of course they got pissed. That was idiotic. But right. still it's fucking comedy and it's bullshit. Right. You know, she's not gonna cut anybody's head off. Well, what do you think? Except her own, hopefully. Jackie, what do you <laughs> What do you think about that, though, like, where people can't laugh anymore at their guy or their party? It's like, funny's funny, right? You come uh, from this world, and I, I, we, we're we all old enough. We, I don't we remember, go near any of that shit. But, but what do you think happened in this country where now you can't, if you're a Trump supporter, you are not going to laugh at the Trump uh, stuff online or the Trump jokes or the uh, opening opening uh, skit on SNL. It's just, you're not going to laugh at it. It's like the parting of the Red Sea, and it keeps getting worse and worse. Like, you know, I you know what? Saying, a black man was elected president and then it it brought out so many of the racist people you know in this country. I I've been telling people for for a long time And that's where now, the Tea Party came and like, all this. Right. We're know. walking around, well, I know where everybody stands, but the people I know and the, the liberal people I know, everybody's walking around like and and Trump is president and everybody's walking around like how in God's fuck did that happen? But when Obama was president, all those people out there, the right. rednecks, whatever, were saying the exact same How thing. How the fuck? Yeah, of course, yeah. this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same shit. But I mean, Johnny Carson understood it because technically he didn't know where he stood politically. Because no, no, he he, 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 just he understood right down the line. He, you know, well, that's what Jay Leno. That's the genius of Jay. He fuck with the golf score. It was all. It was all. But Jay seemed us. to make fun of both sides. No, no, no. That's what he now did. these late night shows they only make fun of the one no, side. And, and that's and that I and I've talked to Jay about that and he thinks it's a big mistake because on, on his part. No, on their oh, the part. new the new guys because they're just alienating half the country. Like Jay would do, like we, we would know that if we had, like I did, I did drop-ins, well, and monologues. But the, if there were ten jokes 
against Bush, George Bush, there have there would have to be ten jokes. Oh, they would against, almost like in the old days on the against if, you did, if you had a political guy equal, from one party. What was it called? Yeah. Equal, equal time, time right. Yeah, it, yeah. It always had with Jay, it, and, and that I think is what cost Jay. Uh, you know, or at least uh, the writing staff. That's why we were never nominated to win an, an Emmy because people felt that we were like the sellouts and we weren't cutting edge. But look, Pamby, Pamby. but yeah, Jay was always number one in the rating. So, so it's you know, it's give and take. Do you want a fucking trophy or do you want? I, I, I don't money? Wa- <laughs> I don't watch late night TV anymore. I can't stand. I don't it. either. I you don't know, either. I mean, I I don't mind a good Trump joke, but when you you see they're not making fun of the other side and then they're playing all those goofy fucking games, I'm like. Ugh. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. be on Netflix trying to find a documentary or something. Doing your best yeah, to watch, watch the new Jim Carrey show. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Why has that been? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because I've tried to. I'm, I, I'm three watched, episodes in, and I'm like, I don't know what this. I watched what one and a half. Here. I watched one and a half. Yeah. And my girlfriend was going to kill me, so I was alone last night, and I so I I started from the beginning, and I got through whatever. I think I got through four. And I, you know, and I like that guy. I know yeah. he's an odd yeah. motherfucker, and there's a he got a lot of skeletons in his closet. But yeah. he's been. But it's, some it, they're trying to make it. I'm thinking it's so fucking weird that I'm banking on I don't get it, and when I get it, I'm going to be glad. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Like All sometimes right. it takes a while. Yeah, to, you and know, then you got that aha moment or that wow but moment. I, like, you damn, know, this is good. It this sucks when you don't get it. You right. know. The whole world watched Breaking Bad. I watched the first two episodes of Breaking Bad, and I was just like, "No, yeah, no, this, I don't, I don't, I, I, this. I didn't watch one episode of Breaking Bad, but I, I was, either. but I was I all in with Better Call Saul, so, which is that, so stupid. Swear, so much good shit, <laughs> right? That's, I watched, that's the new cheating, by the way, when you watch. You know, a show that you both watch, but you're watching it without her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How dare you? You can't get ahead. <laughs> right. You can't get ahead. That's the new cheating. Oh, watch this part. I mean, I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> right, right. No, we're going to watch this together. That's pretty fucking sad <laughs> if that's cheating. <laughs> no wonder my cock isn't talking. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, you're now low on the mic there, Carl. Oh, now that Carl's in that spot. Mike, help him out. Or eat that mic. Go ahead, Carl. Which, the which, Cuban. It says they can't hear me, Mike. You piece of shit. Uh, Once again, at Mike Sappho, S-A-F-O. I drank beer all night. I felt bloated the whole morning. Hashtag headphones, asshole. Just eat the mic. How's that? Better. I didn't, you got to turn up the trim, Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mr. Right. Sappho. Go ahead, Cuban. All right. I just want to say a big fan. At some producer. What's this button for? <laughs> What's this button for? He's learning. <laughs> wow. What's this button? No, I watched. Uh... Did you hear my new priest joke? No. The two priests are driving along, and the cops pull them over, and the cop comes up to the priest that's driving, and he says, we're looking for a couple child molesters. And the priest looks at the other priest, and he turns back to the cop, and he says, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell one joke. <laughs> one plug. I'm on Twitter, at Jackie Martin, yes. every day at 420. Disgusting, racist, horrible. Cra- they're not really racist, but they're... You know, uh, I people say, "What do you?" Do? I, I I don't alter anything. You know, I do a Jew joke and a black joke and a Chinese joke, and it, it's, you know, I don't know how harmless or not harmless it is, but I haven't changed my stripes. You know, there's only one time I ever ever edited. It's so funny because, you know, if I got black people in the audience, I stare at them. You know, and Chinese, but you know, because it's fucking harmless. Right. But I did a show in Florida. I swear on my mother in the front, in the front, two seats. 
was a midget and his girlfriend. And they were both midgets, and their like feet were dangling. <laughs> I, and I just couldn't, I because I do like five or six midget favorite. jokes in a row. I said, you know, if I do this, they're gonna think I'm just doing that just to be mean. But meanwhile, the rest of the crowd had no fucking idea that were midgets, <laughs> right? Because yeah. they're normal till you get to their fucking legs. <laughs> right. Oh Jesus Christ! But that's the one time I. Edited. You mind if we hear the midget joke though? Well, it's going around, but it's the greatest fucking joke where the guy smashes in a car in front of him and the other driver gets out. It's a dwarf. And the dwarf goes and looks at the damage. He comes to the guy's window. He says, I'm not happy. The guy says, well, then which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> which is just the greatest. That's the funniest fucking joke I've ever Wow, I think we did it, man. We're coming to your house, though, Jackie. We're, Listen, we're still doing that podcast. I'm going to make steaks. I make the world's greatest cocktail okay. sauce. John knows that. It's still warm enough to swim. Okay. And we'll go up on the deck, and de- nice day, bad day, doesn't matter. We'll do it in the next couple weeks. You'll then. love Barbara Klein. You'll yeah, have a great I'm, time. I'm taking the Cuban with me. Is that all right? Please. I'll bring my passport. And another thing is I want to try to cook steaks with you. That would be fun. Maybe we'll have a little contest. You're going to put all that weird crap that you people use? What, what do you mean? Like hot you? sauce and caballero and all that <laughs> shit. I thought you meant cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> do you cook it on the uh, on the barbecue deck? Or? Yeah, it, it depends. It depends. Mm. But usually, usually uh, steak on the barbecue and chicken on the uh, Weber, mm. you know. All right. Oh, we'll have a we'll have a fucking yeah, field we'll day. We'll have it. a great time. I'll invite a few people over. John, wow. tell well, one, one, the, la- one thing: the parties were always spectacular. Oh yeah, there. yeah. One no. last question: Is his hair eight inches? Is his hair real? What Howard's? You know, it's so funny that people always <laughs> ask that and ask that. I never ever because it's becoming more and more obvious that it's not. I never, <laughs> I, mean, I never yeah. considered to- that it might be. What might not be, and then somebody had that picture of him on lettuce, where uh, a lettuce on Letterman, where his head was up. But the the point is, wait, you guys don't even know. Wait, the E guys ISO'd uh, when he was he was having a a wrestle with Gary Busey or something, and and they ISO'd a part where it looked like there was some webbing on there or something. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, it could very well, it could very well be. A wig or not, but the the big thing in question is where was the transition? There had to be a transition. Now, of course, he's got the money and the wherewithal to do whatever, mm. well, you know. But were you there when, because speaking of transitions, I was, you know, the E-guys always knew I'd be, I'd be the guy to call anybody out, including Howard. And so they pulled me aside. And right before we went on, you know, hiatus, they had a still of Howard and his nose. And then when we got back from, you know, hiatus, they had a still up of Howard and his nose. And it was obvious he got a nose job. And I went right into the studio and go, Howard, what'd you do over the hiatus? And he goes, I don't know. I hung out. And then I go, you got a nose job, didn't you? And he goes, no, I didn't. I go, yes, you did. He goes, no, I didn't. And he, he, and he denied it. Was I gone? I don't know. But he finally, years later on Sirius, he finally... It, Admitted that was his big thing. Yes, I got a nose job. Oh. He used to sit there and obsess, and I mean obsess. He had like he'd have a picture of himself, and he would like draw a line, like what? What? Yeah. Is, what his nose would be like if yeah. that little bump? Was yeah, because he had a bump. 
my God. I mean, I, who the fuck? I wouldn't call it little. It was like, two, like him getting a nose job. That's bump. like throwing a fucking deck chair off the Titanic. Who the fuck? What the fuck? That's such an old joke. No, but no, but how old are you? No, but how how we would use that in Tony Tina's wedding, right? But how perfect? How perfect? Hey, look analogy. at the fat boy. She lost ten pounds. That's like throwing a deck chair off the Titanic. But but the point is, it's an it's not a joke. It's an analogy. It's a perfect analogy. Yeah, it's yeah. a good analogy. You know what was the other analogy? Yeah. The same throwing a deck chair off the Titanic yeah, was yeah. Ed Moyer weighed like four hundred pounds. Yeah, and he got a fucking earring. I'm like, why? What is the why? I mean, he I passed away. You know that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Frank <laughs> Flores wrote a fantastic book about him. But oh, it's, really? It's not. It's called Ted. Lunch with Ted, and it's so fucking fun. Because <laughs> he was a fucking character. He was wilder than any of us. He probably, mean, has, he probably has better publisher than I do. <laughs> I haven't heard of any book release party. <laughs> the book is being published <laughs> sometimes. Sometime. Easy for you to say on Amazon, and it's there's every. I, I don't. I don't hold back. At oh, all. there's no filter. Jay Leno does the forward, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. And we, what, what's the worst story you tell about him in the book? Or to, give me one good Jay Leno story. I was, uh, I was too focused on Howard, but I forgot that you you got uh, Jay Leno stories in there. God, there's a lot. I mean, I don't know what would be the. Oh, you know, you know, Jackie's doing sign language here. Don't do your fucking plug. What are you doing, Jackie? <laughs> I'm trying to get something for you. Oh, uh, all right. No, no, I was just talking about Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Oh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Stuttering John. Yeah, give me one Jay Leno story, then we'll wrap up. All right. Well, from the book, Jay Leno has massive. I mean. OCD. I mean, I have it too. Obviously, with the blue shirt thing. Yeah, yeah the blue shirt thing. But the, the the worst. Well, there's two. I thought he was gonna say he has a massive. Oh, he head. does. Oh, I. Oh, well, that's another story. He's got to have a big dick. Too, I, I, I assume. I, no, he does. Yeah, he I does. assume. Sandra Bernhardt talked about it on Stern. How he used to handcuff her, and he had like a huge, like, like you huge know, long shong, shlong. shlong. I can tell you. I'll I'll tell you one Jay Leno story off the air because because he probably wouldn't appreciate me telling it on the air, but. Uh, don't tell about me. about tying the girl up. Yeah, you know this. Yeah, <laughs> how, do, how do you know it? Wait, you know this. Wait, you know the story. He's gonna tell me it, off I air. I knew it forty years ago. You either tell me on air. Or I don't want to hear it because that'll drive me nuts. No, it's harmless. All right, I'll tell the story. Jay was Jay was banging some girl in Manhattan. This is before he was married. Jay doesn't cheat on anything, and and he was banging some girl, and he and he had her handcuffed, and and it, it was it was during the day. But then he, he he realized that he wrecked the. How could you? I think I know this story too. He met a girl at a club, yeah. and went back to her apartment. Right, and it was at night, and he tied her up. And to be funny, he left it, and he realized he had to go move his car because right. his car was going to get towed. He went and moved his car, and Manhattan is a different place. When the sun comes up. Yeah, we see that. And he I, walked out even... thinking, of course, he's going to remember where, and he came back. He had no, he had no idea where he yeah. was. She's, she's still up there. She, she's, still, she's still up there tied up. There I even her. heard that story. <laughs> oh, all right. So I don't know. Jesus. But, uh, Jack, I heard it the other way. I heard it was I heard it was during the day, and then at night he, you know. Six to one. It's okay. it, it doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> the, important part, the important part of the story is she's still there. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what we love. But but anyway, that but no that you know the story that uh, 
I know. I, I asked Jay to weigh his head on the uh, you know, because uh, I had a bit. I had a bit called "Is this, uh, is, it, is his head bigger than mine?" And it was be like like you put Jay's head in space, and then you play two thousand one Space Odyssey, and then it's, you have like Kim Jong Un's, and then Jay's would come over sure. and, and eclipse it. You right, know, right, and that's I what gotcha. that, funny. So a writer was like, you know, it, but we can manipulate the picture. I think it should be what weighs more than Jay's head. And I go, all right, well, you know, what do you mean? I, I go, you mean like you know what weighs more, Jay's head or an average side pumpkin? And and he goes, yeah. So I go, all right, so let's go in there. But I'm not pitching it alone. He goes, yeah, yeah. So we go into Jay's office. The other writer doesn't say a word. He hangs out by the door. Of course. And I, and I go, Jay, we have this new bit. What weighs more than your head? And he goes, uh, he goes, all right, if you think that's funny. I go, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I go, so we have a bathroom scale here. I go, do me a favor, lie down and put your head <laughs> on the scale. This is in his office. And, and me, him, and the writer's assistant. And Jay's leaning, lying down, putting his gargantuan fucking head <laughs> on the scale. And it's only weighing four pounds. Then the, the average head weighs eight. Yeah. Jay was so insecure about his fucking head yeah. that he wouldn't pull it, put his full weight. Right. So we killed the bit. But the, but the OCD story is that big head of Jay's. He would bang it against his office, and Jay Jay had a small office. It was like the size of this room. It, Tiny, because Jay like had you know you know has that working has that working man mentality. Yeah, right. So he so he banged the hole by accident. What? He's banging it just because he's no, no, banging? Because his chair would hit the wall, and, some, and sometimes that fucking... Yeah. That fucking... But he's not nuts like he's banging no, the city. No, oh, no, oh, no, no. He would just hit it once in a while, and that wrecking ball of a head <laughs> put a big fucking hole inside the wall. Oh, there's got to be a picture so, of that. So he goes... So we all go on hiatus, and when he gets back, someone had the, the wall replaced, <laughs> fixed. Jay freaked out. He goes, no, I want that fucking wall back with my fucking head imprint. Oh, my God. And they God. had to find the sheetrock and put the fucking, and oh, had to put God. the wall back. Because he earned it. He earned it. <laughs> no, it's just, he's like, he's so OCD about it. Right, right. This is my favorite one. All right, let's go. Uh, uh, all right, this is my favorite one. It, Jay has to touch a few things. Like, he'll walk down the hallway. He's got to touch, like, the walls and touch different things all the time. Even when he tells a joke, like, you, you, if you watch it, like, uh, the Tonight Show, they try and cut around them, but if he, if he cracks a joke, he always collect, he, he, he always taps, the, you know, like the desk. Or he'll, like, touch the bottom of his glass. Oh, my but God. But the same way each yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So one time, he, he you know, he, he has to touch the special doorknob before he goes on the stage. So while I'm doing it now, it's like, you know, it's Tonight Show, Jay Leno. He always touches that doorknob and then runs onto the stage. So a writer friend of mine, Anthony Collected, that thinks it'll be funny to stand right in front of the doorknob. So the announce is being done, great. and Jay is looking straight at Anthony's face, and he's trying to make small talk, like, hey, how you doing, Anthony? And you can see he's getting a little nervous, you know, and it's sweating. It's, it's, it's coming out of that humongous fucking forehead. Pouring, and he's like, and then, and now, Jay Leno, and he goes, and then he fucking reaches behind Anthony, fucking touches the doorknob, and runs back up. And then, he's, and then he's smooth out there, like nothing's wrong with him. That's great. He was losing his mind because he couldn't do his... His routine. You gotta uh, love that. Yeah, there's there's a lot in the book, and like all his childhood stories are great, and and there's a stu- and uh, like yeah, he would. Oh, oh, J- Jackie, you'll love this one. Jay doesn't ever remember like faces. He's not good with faces, and this is in the book. I hope Jay doesn't get mad at me. He's gonna, but he probably he's will. He's gonna. Yeah, he probably will. Uh, so he like, for instance, Trista was a guest. You know, like the Bachelorette girl. She was a guest on the show, right? And, you know, did a whole segment. After the uh, after the segment, 
she walks, uh, you know, off and, and whatever. And, you know, Jay goes to his park, you know, to his car. And it's in like the midway. That's where our cars are parked. Trista comes up to Jay. Hey, Jay, can I have a picture? And he goes, yeah, sure. He goes, what's your name? She goes, Jay, it's Trista. I just did a fucking segment on your show. He had no idea. That's okay. I'm building him. Yeah. Then a girl who used to, who he used to date. Um, Trista. Uh, not Trista. No, no. no there's Adele, her name was. He dated her for two years, banged her, whatever. Two years. Then, you know, and now he's with his wife, whatever. He sees Adele, I think in France, and, and she comes up to me and he goes, hey, Jay. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Jay. Hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Jay, it's fucking Adele. Oh, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> That's what all so, the sang. Because remember, about. this is the girl he banged for hey. two years. He doesn't remember. But here's the best one. He's at the comedy store. George Lopez. He's building. <laughs> I am. I am. George Lopez. Is there any mail for me? Hopefully this wall will be built before Trump's. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. This is a funny story. So George Lopez was very mad at Jay because, you know, he felt that Jay didn't put him on the show enough. So Jay's at the comedy store. He sees George. He goes up to George. He goes, listen, I, you know. You're Spanish. I don't like it. <laughs> no, he goes, listen, I, I, you know, I don't choose the guest. I, it's not up to me. It's, I, I, I got producers to choose that. And the guy goes, Jay, I'm not George Lopez. I'm Paul Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. oh. I told you. I was now that's a Jay. good one. I told you I was built it. I'm, but now so I'm going to give a little comedy <laughs> editing and say, oh. With that, <laughs> no, because it's all Jay not remembering anybody, you yeah. know, and that's and that's just how it is. That's funny. Though. That is really good. <laughs> that's good, good, good. We uh, did it, man. This was awesome for real. Stuttering John, looking forward to uh, maybe maybe reading the book. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, it's a I'm lot of fun. Hey, hey, I don't know when I'll this is it. coming out, but we're doing a show Friday night at the Suffolk Theater in Riverhead. Me and. John. Yes, <laughs> and it's going to be great fun. That's this I, Friday. Know, I heard it was a great show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be out of you. Yeah. motherfucker! I did thirty minutes. I heard you guys killed. Holy I did, fuck! I did thirty minutes, three jokes. <laughs> right. I, I heard it was amazing. At Jackie Marling on Twitter, please follow. It. Yes, and uh, and don't forget, easy for you to say is coming out. Uh, you know, get it before Howard sues me. Sometimes. Yeah. And then there, October sixteenth is the date. And this is my new book. Oh, thank you. Oh Jesus! Your fucking ass is out. Which one I mean, is you know that? What? Not, not, you got some nice cheeks there, Jackie. Is that a a, a new joke book? A new joke book? Jesus! Oh, it's a couple months old. How old are you now? Uh, fifty-eight. Nice, looking good. <laughs> yes, I I want to ask because that's a, that's an amazing body, bro. That's uh, that's like literally ten years ago. That was when I was six. Oh, really? Good for you. All right, I'll uh, I'll take that with me. Thank you. And I apologize. There was no nothing, you know, from the uh, from that appearance. No, no, I didn't. I was just always no one told to me. me no, you were, things would got. You were so, so complimentary. I go, was I, he bullshitting me? No, I liked. I liked and having it went on so a lot. Well. And but things were just <laughs> yeah, obviously no, not there anymore because things were already gotten getting so fucking weird and out of control. No, so. and, and which were, which place which show? And you were laughing your ass off XM. about how uncomfortable it was when I was talking to Eugene Levy and his. Yeah, and yeah, his, no, you, you, know you did making. great for for the show. So no, and it had nothing to do with Howard or the company. So yeah, I was making the Fred. Willard jokes. Yeah, no, it was great. All right. Uh, All right. Anyway, thanks for having me on. Thanks, John. Stuttering John, Jackie the Joke Man. We're gonna we're gonna do it from uh, your house. 
now you get two episodes of my podcast. I was hoping this wasn't going to rule that out. I'm really thrilled. No, no Jackie's house. I, I love Jack. He has like the best house on the beach. It's beautiful. It's right on the sound. He cooks great, and the weed is fantastic. There you go. Can't <laughs> go wrong. Bring your own pussy. Do you get, do you get uh, <laughs> old school Howard Stern fans still driving by and all that horse shit? No, I never did. You know, it's funny. He just left you alone, he, he used right? to break my balls that I had all these shacks, and I could never fight back because the truth is where I live, the, the houses are all small because it's a small little area. Yeah. And I don't even want to talk about it now, but you know, it's bad enough people come looking for you. No reason to pinpoint it, so I wouldn't defend and explain my reasoning for why I was there. But the reason we were there led to me being where I am. So the the whatever the plot was worked. So it's uh, no idea. What you know, said. No, all right, awesome. awesome. No, no, yeah, like awesome. he would break my balls because all all the houses <laughs> in the area is like talking about leaving with a dud. <laughs> it's 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 Appalachia by the sea, so all the houses are small. I understand. Of course you Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Come over and see me. <laughs> That's how we end today with a big fat turd. <laughs> Thanks to these guys for real. Joey, take it away. You got it. That was awesome. It certainly was. Check out the links in the description to grab Jackie or John's books. There are also video links to references made during this episode. Check them out. And please rate us five stars and leave us a comment at Apple Podcasts. Visit opradio.com for merch like hats and shirts or a stream of this show. Now let's do a few shout-outs. Opie Radio Followbacks. So let's look out into our magic window and give a great big Opie Radio Followback to the following. At D-Man 714. At Kaiser the Hater. At the Paper Army. At Opie Quotes. At G-Billy. At Silvio Giacinto, at Ryan underscore Charmin, and at LaCroix underscore 1972. Follow them on Twitter because, like you, they get what we're doing here. Until next time, thanks for downloading this free podcast known as Opie Radio. The Westwood One Podcast Network, The Daily Wire's Ben Shapiro Show. After Kavanaugh, it's down to a statistical tie. A 10-point advantage for Democrats just evaporated, evaporated over two weeks. By the way, it's not just a bunch of animated Republicans. Women are not happy with this. That's among white women. The Ben Shapiro Show. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free, free from the Westwood One Podcast Network.